Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! We are back. We are back. Uh, for our producer, good day. My microphone's still doing that thing, or it's adjusting, but that's all right. So, thank you, everybody, for... Join, uh, I just got to keep beating the button, I guess. Uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us here today. Uh, I hope I don't sound quieter, <laughs> but I thought we've. Um, but, anyways, uh, thank you, everybody, here for joining today. Uh, really, really rough uh, game, obviously. We're going to be talking about all that. The tears have been, they're still flowing, <laughs> at least on my end. 28 to 13. Um, we're up 13 to 10 at half. Decided to pack our bags up and uh, go home on offense in the second half. Um, we'll be talking about all that. Before we do on Big Z, let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. And Rudd Dog. Yo! All right. So, gentlemen, the Lions, as I mentioned, Stone start off the game hot in the first quarter, down 10 nothing. Comeback score 13 in the second quarter. And they're looking really good. All the momentum going into halftime. Um, nice yep. drive, touchdown pass to Josh Reynolds, and, and then and then Julian Aquara gets a sack. They don't call intentional grounding, even though it was about one of the more obvious intentional groundings you'll see in the NFL. And then the Lions decide to go offsides on fourth and forever, which is what exactly what the Bears were hoping for. And then they throw a, a deep pass downfield because you know it's a free play, and DJ Moore is wide open, gets absolutely toasted. Uh, Jerry Jacobs. Jerry Jacobs gets toasted by DJ Moore uh, for the second long touchdown pass. The Lions have given up against DJ Moore. And then the Lions fumble away the ball to the Bears to say, here you go. We don't want the ball back yet. It's not our turn. You guys still get need another chance. Um, and then the, the game just kind of falls apart from there. The offense cannot respond in the second half whatsoever. Um, so. No response. My... What what is wrong with the Lions in the third quarter, you guys? Especially our offense. Our offense constantly comes out extremely flat. I feel like we have a three and out almost every game in the third quarter. Starting well, the second. The good half. news Z is we're about to be out of the third quarter of the season, so that's good. We're into the fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it is a weird thing. It's hard to. It's it's probably a mentality or something like where they think something's working and they just don't. I don't know. It's hard to say. I. That's one. It's just got to be coaching, right? Like, like if the coaches are not anticipating the team's moves, it's, I mean, their adjustments. So, I mean, it's a it's a weird thing, but I can't put my finger on it. It makes you wonder if the Bears uh, chose to receive first, just so the Lions would come out flat <laughs> in the third quarter because they yeah, knew right. they would. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's strange. It's 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 unbelievable how they come out so flat. I mean this is a chance they had a good momentum in the second quarter. And then to come out like that with a quick three and out and just, just turned momentum right over to the bears. It was, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain big Z. I wish I had an answer for that one. I mean, part of the problem for me in the set and not just the, that drive, but the whole second half, uh, the line seemed to get away from the run game. Only 24 carries in this game, 11 by Gibbs, 10 by Montgomery. And then they go back to it. Like when they need to, Start throwing in the fourth quarter. Like there's eight minutes. That left. was the Time thing, though. It wasn't yeah. the first sequence play. Like run, run, pass. Like run for no gain. Run for no gain. Pass. It was something like that, though. I don't sure. know. I mean, like no, they just like suddenly got stuffed. Honestly, I felt like the they, the run was getting stuffed, and they tried to pass, or like they didn't try to pass. They should have played some play action. Or I, are you talking about the second half? I'm going to say this. The, yes, I am talking about the second half. He came out with a pass play. It was a bootleg that went for no no gain, uh, right. incomplete pass. And then it's they ran Gibbs, two right? up the middle. Then they ran two up the middle. 
and had to punt. I don't know. All the three and outs just kind of to blur together because there's so many. But I will say I have one theory that's really – and I've, I've kind of mentioned this before, and I think what teams are getting onto is – like we attack the deep part of the field a, like a lot, but what we don't attack is the deep sideline of the field. We I haven't seen a single like we should run one vertical route to JMO today, we, but they get pressure, so it, you know that was on the short. first. That was on that first, the three and out of the third quarter there. That oh was, gosh, that I don't know at all. And that was a bad block by Montgomery. Montgomery holds his block. Goff, can, Goff, I mean JMO had his guy beat by two and a half steps. It's that classic thinking you got a kill shot, but these guys are super athletes, and he just knocked them kind of to the side instead of off his feet. Uh, and yeah, it was a bad block. But uh, like that was the one time though, and Jama was there. I would have gone right back to that same freaking play, like the or like. But we got to be enforcing our will because I think what's happening so much is these defenses starting to settle into the places where Jared Goff likes to go which is the middle of the field. And they're sitting, all their guys, they're stopping, they're, they're playing up on the run, and they're sitting their safeties in, like, the deep interior. They don't, they're not even scared of the sidelines because, like, we don't go deep sidelines on, like, verticals. Uh, you got to just have plays that are designed to step back and have Jared Goff just heave that ball as far as he can for J-Mo. And, and no, like, oh, but let, what are they giving us? No. No, you got to just enforce your will. And that's what's driving me crazy. Ben Johnson is way too passive in the way he attacks the field. It's not he's not enforcing our will in the pass game. He tries to on the run game, I'll give him that, but he does not enforce their will at all in the pass game and that's frustrating. And I think I that's letting us yeah. be predictable. Especially with having a guy like Jamo too. And the one time he does get open, there's a little pressure so he can't really step into the throw. He's kind of, you know, backfooting it and uh, couldn't put his whole right. arm into it. But th- this also adds a perception that uh, Goff can't throw the deep ball too. I mean, cause sure. either, no, I'm just saying it adds to the perception. All right. I'm no, not saying does. he can't do it, but it, it still adds to it. And, uh, and also adding to it is why don't we do it once in a while? Maybe that's the like, plan. Maybe they're just lulling everyone. <laughs> I, into, I have a more general question. I was thinking of yeah. during the game and I, it's kind of been on my mind. Are the lions not developing JMO? Well, is, is, no, I don't think that's the case. Just I just bad, don't think is they're it just bad play calling. I, I mean, I just feel if you trying. put JMO on some of these, like if you put him on, I don't know, the Eagles or something like that, or the Cowboys. Uh, oh the yeah, Forty Niners. You 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 see more of his uh, abilities shown than what but we see. I think that's so just. I think it's a decision. I don't think it's a matter of his development. I think it's a matter of the coaches not being. Like, they're not manufacturing plays for him. They're not creating, like, they had one design touch to him today, like, and great, like, on a reverse. It was okay, you know, predictable, because we've done it a few times. But, like, he got a few yards. It wasn't a bad play. But, like, why? He's so damn fast. Like, you got to have plays that just are designed to get the ball in his hands. Where's the screens designed to him? Like, we keep throwing it out to Monty, and, like, his hands are all right, but, like, he's dropped a few lately, and, like, you know why? Like you could do so many things Who? to get the ball oh, in his Man hand. Ra? Monty. Monty. Oh, Monty. Like, yeah, his hands like he, not, not great. Not great. Like they're fine when you get them on like a screen or something. But like that one over the middle, it didn't matter because it was a false start. But like, uh, like he drops that. Like he dropped the one last week against the Saints. I just don't lose a little trust in his hands. But uh, I'm just saying, like you got to wait. He's so damn fast. Get the ball in his hands. There's so many ways. So I don't think it's a matter of he's not developing. I just think they're not making a conscious enough effort to make him uh, yeah. important in the game. And like, yeah. and that, I, and that could be a weird seniority thing, like because Amon Ra and all these other guys are technically ahead of him. I don't get that. I, I just no. don't get it. No, you gotta I, get that guy involved. He's a deadly weapon. He's a weapon of mass destruction. He can take over games. And the Lions, the Lions. Uh traded up for him so they're like heavily invested I, I it's it is really very strange um well i think that's ben johnson he's gotta start stop just turning this offense into take what they'll give you and sometimes you just gotta go take what they won't give you i mean like you just gotta take it like and, and we don't have that kind yeah. of aggression in this offense in the past game at least like I, our run game is amazing like what we pull off sometimes like going we do things with our run game that most teams would never dream of like converting on third yep. and long and stuff and oh my god 
I, I just gotta say this because that cut by Monty at the end during that last drive, we where we actually kind of had a drive going, and he got the ball going left and like made a sick cut to get across and gain like twelve yards on third and like twelve. That was so sick. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous sometimes. Like, oh my gosh. And we did have like 130 some yards against the number one rush defense in the yeah average 5.8 yard the carry right so yeah we did, that's what I'm that saying they got away from it I thought a little bit yeah yeah there were times when uh, like for instance that fourth down and one from our own 30 when Camel should have probably punted but okay you need one yard what are we gonna do some stretched out long play to give the Bears defense plenty of time to. The muster. Uh, you know, it had to be something hard and fast or, or a pass or something, but no, they, they ran a stretch play and that was just blown up. Yeah, a bad, bad play, play call. call. Yeah. It was a, a good I, I play call. Of... I, I like the Laporta handoff. I, I, that was Oh, uh, yes. Like that, that. that was good. <laughs> I mean, that he's so dynamic one. with the ball in his hands. Like, I think he could actually be a weapon in that capacity, like a real one. Like, he could basically be another running back the way he runs with the ball. And, Maybe yep. even one you use down the stretch to like wear teams down, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a really cool, exciting play to see. But uh, aside um, from some of the execution problems, I think Ben Johnson did have a uh, not a great game no. calling plays today. It was a rough game. No, for him. I mean, and, and you know, it's like it's like everything. The there was plenty of blame to go around on that offense. Goff deserves blame. The yeah, old the offense deserves blame. Receivers deserve blame. Again. Like how many drop passes? Like Amon Ra, what has happened to him today? Like I think, like I don't know, it's something about he was thinking the wrong things today. Like he was, he had, he even his pregame interviews, like during the week, he, I think he had too much about like what was going to happen in the podcast after the game in his head or something. I don't know, but like he was not himself <laughs> today. Well, he, he even not. mentioned like, oh god, like uh. You know, it was really good last week like after for the podcast. Because they asked him about his podcast with his brother and stuff. I don't know. I think there's a little bit of a distracting game for him. It was not his best effort. And he let balls that normally would have caught bounce right out of his hands. Uh, yeah. I think just kind of big picture. I think this team's sort of up against a little plateau, a wall here, if you will, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard being the team that's being chased. They've won a lot of games this year. You know, it puts a lot of pressure on them. Whether they think it does or not, it does. Sure. And uh, and it's pressures on the coaches to keep doing it, on the players to keep doing it. There, there's a tendency to tighten up a little bit, you know, when you get this lead and you want to, you know, you, you're not playing mm-hmm. free and loose. Like the Bears have nothing to lose. They're nope. playing, playing wide open, free and loose, kind of like we did last yeah. year at yes. the end of the year when, you know, it didn't matter who we played, man. We were just like balls to the wall. They didn't care about anything. I mean, they didn't really care about the score. It just, they just didn't care. No. They were just playing free, free as they can be, and and now but, they're not. They're playing a little tight. That's a really good a little, point, nope. UJ. That was actually on my mind as well, UJ. My thought was, like, I they're about as tight as the people in our parts. like our our chat during the game, like who are like every time something goes bad. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, the offense struggled today. I'm going to put this game mostly on the offense. I know the defense didn't play perfect, but I think, like, so, like, can we switch defense now, Z? Do we feel? Are we, cause no, like, not yet. Finish not your yet. point, though. Did you, oh, you had a point? Sorry. No, the point I was thinking of today, um, a little after the game, was was the team, like, which team would you take? The team at the end of last season that we saw for this team right now? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, that kind of concerns me to a degree. We saw like a team that was constantly improving all the way to the end of the season last year, and this year, right, or, right now, we're seeing a team that's not getting better. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do a little history lesson here, or reminder, just because like context is needed. We also had six losses before we started said progression. So you know, let's not exact, let's not forget the crucial part that we had pretty much already burnt through our losses at the beginning of the season before we turn things around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying point. this team is on a whole nother level than last year's team in certain ways. I, I, I agree. At the end of last year, we were hot. We were hot. We had certain key things going for us, like James Houston coming out of nowhere to be a sack specialist. But uh, isn't this, is this part of the progression of a but, winning, uh, a winning team? All right. Oh, sure. Take over UJ. Sorry, Red, Red Dog. I thought, she, finish I thought he was up too. I was trying to <laughs> slip in there. You Go slipped ahead. in, all right. 
Uh, I slept in too early, apparently. No, but like last year we started off like shit. <laughs> like, and this year we've been at a nice steady pace. We we haven't put together two losses in a row yet this year. We're nine and four. This defense has had struggles, but has played winning football in the most important parts of most games. Our offense has been elite for most of the season. Today our offense let down. But yeah, no, at the end of last year we were hot as hell and we looked really good. I think we could look like that in the next five or next four games too. I think that's very feasible, especially because the thing that stuck out to me today was that defense. I that defense showed me some seriously encouraging signs today. But go on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Z. No, you Jay, you you you're the one that was going to say something. No, I was just. My point was to be. In terms of a team becoming a winning team, that's Campbell trying to teach these guys how to win. First, it was just win one game. Then it was win a road game. Then it was win two in a row, you know, and teaching them how to win, how to win, how to win. Well, you know, in the big picture, winning in a long 17-game season, you know, and then you're winning, and you're winning your division. You're the one being chased. It's always easier being the chaser than the one being chased. And uh, this is where the really good teams have to – this is the hurdle they have to climb when they're ahead. It's at the end of the season. It's crunch time. And, and all these teams are playing. And they have nothing to lose. Every game becomes harder and harder. They, this is what they have to learn right now. This is what they're learning right now. And, and I think they'll get there. I think they'll, they'll forge through this. They'll, they'll win a couple of these next games and we'll be in the playoffs. We'll win the division, but this is a hurdle they have to fight through. They have yep. to learn how to play loose and free. Yep. And, under these circumstances, with all the stress on them right now, trying to win the division, hold on, and all this stuff, you know, they they, they got to put that out of their minds somehow, mm-hmm. and just play loose and like they were before. Yeah, because I I I the especially the offense today it was just so sloppy. It was sloppy, like a lot of false starts, uh, yes. penalties. Uh, yeah. The Lions really, really need Frank Ragno back, uh, at least for the playoffs. You know, if they if he's not gonna, maybe it's sit him to the rest of the. See, they can't sit and press the season. They need them badly. Uh, we we just don't have depth of that right guard spot. It's 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 rough. The, the good thing is, and and like this is an easy thing to forget too, is that players are progressing. Like a guy like Awisaka, or I forget how to say it, Awasaki, Awasakio, Sawikawa. Yeah, I forgot how to pronounce it. Awisikawaii. <laughs> uh, I mean, like guys like him are getting reps and experience in these games. That's nice. And you know that that. <laughs> uh, like i mean that's that's huge though like you gotta it's develop true. their talent developing you know like every battle every game is a battle that makes them you know puts another little peg in their corner that you know they'll build on towards the end of the season when we still got four regular season games to go and like there's i think these guys are just gonna keep growing like and that's where you know if we do get Ragnow back and then we got even more experienced backups i mean I just think like there's a lot of silver lining. Can we go to the defense now? Because I really want to talk about this defensive performance. All right, we can talk about it. Sure. Because I, I think this scoreboard does not reflect how well they played today. To like, agree. Like no, obviously they weren't perfect. They gave up some big plays, like the touchdown pass. That was a bad call on fourth and long to just send the house and leave Jerry on the island with who, one of who the jumped best offside. Did it, uh, Hutch. Hutch did. Hutch I mean, it didn't matter, but Hutch did. It did matter. Uh, That's why uh, they threw the ball deep. <laughs> yeah, it was a free play. You don't they think they threw it deep because he was they wide might not, open? They might not even have snapped if he didn't go offsides. They snapped it after he went offsides. So yeah. I, I don't think they were going to snap the ball unless somebody went offside. Oh, I, okay. They got exactly yeah, what they I, wanted. I didn't think about that. Stupid. Like, I just figured it was moronic. Was... It pisses me off. No, it me pissed too. Hutch off, and he was, he was devastated after you listened to the interview. He was really pissed today. Hey, look, I mean, yeah, he made a mistake. But like, like that defense showed something today, and you saw it if you were yeah. paying attention. Where like, sure, like uh, Fields broke out for a couple, but like only a couple. And you watched. Uh, there was one point in that game. It was like towards the end of the first half, where Fields was back, had a lot of time, and the pass rush was, but was starting to collapse and was getting in on him. And he like kind of rolled, and like the whole thing moved with him. And like, and everyone was in their lanes. He had nowhere to go. Like everything closed down. The pass rush was like miles ahead of where it's been in previous and i think that's a mega breakthrough for this defense because i my theory on why a part of why this defense struggles so much is that 
Glenn demands a lot. He has a demanding scheme that demands a level of execution that is not easy to pull off. It's it's very coordinated and detail-oriented. You have to pay, play the run on the way to the pass, and it's just really hard to execute, and I think our personnel has struggled with it thus far, but today they showed something. Uh, Kamish was a, an animal out there. He was he had his finally best game of the year, being the guy far. he was. we thought he would be yeah. this year. Hutch got home for a sack finally. Like, the blitzes were a little more effective. Like the just the whole scheme looked way better. I mean, yeah, we had our plays where we, you know, got stalled and he made plays, but like it just was it was a breakthrough today. I I think the defense really stepped up and gave also gave that our offense plenty of opportunities to win that game. Our offense just dropped the ball completely today. Our and, defense. Uh, I mean, right up. before that fourth and forever, the Lions did get screwed by a, just an awful <laughs> officiating call. Uh, Horrible call. Yeah, I mean, just the the offsides is moronic. Well, so was the wait. So, so was, like, I gotta so I wanna go over that because intentional grounding. I mean, it was clear as day. It was an well, obvious. Like, they said it was caused it? by the. They said it was caused by the hit. That Did was they not call the it case. An incomplete pass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get. I didn't have sounds. So what do you think it was? It all, yeah. What do you think? They a sack that? or a fumble. I didn't realize they call it incomplete pass. Oh my god! See though, that's playing the refs. That's that's nothing new. That's no excuse. But like the refs were shit today. No, I like, mean it was still fourth and thirteen. But it, oh, I like. It would have been I like how Anzalone got a personal foul on that one, where it was a very borderline late hit out of bounds. I still think it, his one foot was in bounds when he hit the guy. But like, uh, then he got mugged on the sideline by like, the whole team, and they just called it on him. Like that sideline was downright like ridiculous they shoved them in the back and like they were like 20 guys around them and they didn't call anything on that sideline those refs were homers today but you know that's not an excuse the, it was our offense that let us down today i think this defense i think this defense showed something today that gives me a lot of hope for the future which is that we can generate pass rush and contain a mobile quarterback uh you know for the most part <laughs> uh, well, that's what i was encouraged by too is when Fields in the beginning of the game ran against us like at will, like he'd done in the previous games. Except, I think it was uh, probably I don't know, it was midway through the second quarter. Whenever they they suddenly shut down Fields, that he could not run, and they had several runs designed for Fields, and he was getting mm-hmm. shut down for no gain. Most, or a, a most notable, the hit Derek Barnes laid on him was nice. Oh, that, oh, was, that was sweet. <laughs> that was sweetness. That was good to see. It was nice there were two be- monster hits in this game. That that one on Fields, and then uh, Anzo. Uh, who on the receiver? Uh, someone just smoked him. It was, it was uh, Anzalone when he just struck him straight head on. Like after Hutch yes. missed the back, the tackle at the, like in the backfield. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was, was a that was a terrific juke by that running back. But uh, it was a good play by Hutch for the most part. Not even a juke. He just was. Just he's tiny. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, just slipped <laughs> him. I mean, it was really and good Anzalone contained by Hutch. Smoked him. That was beautiful. Oh, it was sick. So they are playing with aggression and they're playing hard. I thought the defense. Looked, I don't think you can say they're not. This was one of the yeah, best games of the season. To your point, I agree with you. Generally, they, it was a step up for our defense in this game. I, certain I, key categories, I, like mainly the pass rush. Okay, I mean, look, I'm. I just want to caveat it. This is a bottom five offense in the NFL. So. Oh my God! Whatever. <laughs> I, who? No, they're not. They're playing like okay. Let's let's pull the argument. Everyone loves to pull the last several games, right? Like and just ignore the season. They aren't playing like a bottom five offense lately. I mean, they're playing good. They're like they yes, got good they players. Are. I don't even care. It doesn't they even just matter. scratched. They barely scratched out double digits against the Vikings. So we oh, oh, no longer in the week. Okay, week and who? What did the, the Saints scratch out against the Vikings today? Uh, they didn't play him. So. Or who? who what did whoever? Who played him? The Raiders with a. Or what did they scratch out? Zero uh, points. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. The sure point is, point. you can only play the games you're playing against. Comparing comparisons in football are like a, a major path to folly. Because every time you try to be like, oh, look at how they played against this team and blah blah blah, it it always fails you. Like you, like I bet people picked the Patriots to lose this week. I bet that was a pretty common bet. But look, look what they did. Uh, you know, like the yeah, fact is football in the NFL is literally ever given Sunday. And all you can think about is the matchup in front of you. And today, you know, the Bears got the better of us, but the defense really showed something that we haven't seen from them in a while, which is that under the circumstances, under the criteria that Glenn puts on them, 
They were able to generate pass rush without sacrificing rush lanes and letting a quarterback break out on them regularly. And that's a huge milestone for this defense because that's been our biggest weakness, bar none, on this entire team. On this entire team, everyone knows it's our pass rush. It's like, can, uh, can you think of anything else that you're more concerned about on this team for all you people that worry? Jerry Jacobs. You're more That's worried not, about Jerry than our pass rush? No, I mean, Jerry, I mean, I, I've always said that the pass rush is the most important thing for a defense. Yeah. So, but like, are you more worried about Jerry or our pass rush? I guess the pass rush. Uh, Jerry's yeah. close second, though. Jerry also made a really great play today. He made Whatever, one good one. Yeah. Okay, what about you, UJ? Anything besides our pass rush that you're more concerned about? The offense. Okay, God. Now you're more concerned about the offense. See, it's I just am. so fickle. I am it's at ridiculous. the moment. I am. Like, okay, uh, so, I, I don't like, agree with your notion your that you to... shouldn't compare. Uh, that's oh ridiculous. I, I think you have to compare. How do you, how do you measure well, yourself? Uh, like, okay, like any sense. we beat teams. That's what a record those... is. A record is a comparison. No, it's, <laughs> it's this idea that because we beat this one team and then when they play another team and they beat them, that means something. It doesn't. Those games are – every game is its own unique game, and you can't look at it against comparisons to how teams play against other teams. Like, there's just differences that don't matter when you make those comparisons, and they always end up with silly analysis that goes wrong. And and you know this is true. I guarantee you can think of times where you've been like, oh, well, this team destroyed, you know, this team, so, like, like they must be really great. But then we destroyed this team, so we must be better than that team. And then you realize it's all nonsense. And every game and every team stands on their own merits of their record, not – the comparisons to how teams did against other teams and who they beat and who those teams beat. Like, so what? The Bears have a, a, a low-rated defense. Well, guess what? They're, what did our offense do to help our defense today? Or, Nothing. Or a low, I didn't say yeah. they did. <laughs> so, like, it's not like this offense went off on our defense today. They had a couple of good drives, and mostly we held them to field goals. I mean, it wasn't like our defense just got shredded today. Well, our interior uh, D-line leaves lots to be desired still. They're the ones that gave up the rushing lanes of fields, especially early in the game um, on those third and longs. Uh, our our D-ends actually did their job. The D-tackles just got completely washed up down the middle, um, which is just well, yeah, can't I mean, happen. They really miss Aline McNeil, uh, and he's on the IR. Course. Who knows when he's yeah. going to be coming back now. So that's I mean, the aisle. Early, though. What about later? Are we just going to forget about what they did after that? You're just going to hold on to the first couple breakouts? And I'm what, not, what but do you do after that? are you saying the first half in the first quarter doesn't matter either? <laughs> do we just throw that out the window, too? I mean, the argument goes both ways. No, but the overall of that game was they generally settled down and really put you know some serious breaks on that Bears offense today and if it wasn't for the offense i think we win that game like if we had any offense today outside of two drives we probably win that game the offense sucked today like out of two yes. outside of two drives they sucked the defense played they battled they made plays they had a you turnover get... on downs they made plays the defense or the offense did crap you can't you can't uh win the game with a minus three turnover again right like, exactly it, yeah it Horrible. it's Goff, so bad interception, bad interception. Um, because I know that offense is better than that. And I know this defense is finally showing the right signs. And the interception was bad. The fumble was bad. Um, first interception. I mean, yes, Red Dog, it was a step in the right direction. I, 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 um, but, I mean, I'd much I, rather I, I have I the win, more, of course. I, 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 <laughs> like, it would be nice to see it. We'll see if we see it two weeks in a row. Um, I mean, 28 points, like you said, doesn't describe the whole thing. I, I just thought um, it, it was an okay defensive performance. I wouldn't call it like a, a great defensive performance by any means. No, it wasn't great, but what a, it just showed serious progression in our most concerning category. That's all. And I think it has, leaves me more encouraged because because I would like it, it just the signs haven't been there, right? Like, I'm as optimistic as it gets, but these last like however many weeks, this defensive pass rush has looked like it won't ever win a battle again in sack category. <laughs> like they just haven't even gotten close. They're like Hutch is like battling against like everybody and, and just getting pressures, but no, not even close to sacks. Today they finally showed the ability to actually wreck the O line and get in there. Like it was just thank God it's just been so long. 
<laughs> like and doesn't yeah, hutch your mind. Doesn't hutch your mind. You be a ballerina sometime. He just spins and spins. He spins too spins. much. <laughs> he needs, he needs We've talked about that. Talked he just about spins that. and spins, and, then... <laughs> and they're all ready for it. <laughs> oh, he's going that way. He must be spinning back this way. But like Julian Aquaras, that was a great pass rush. Yeah, dude. Just get low and get up. <laughs> yeah. He got so low, he fell to the ground, but he got up. and like, He got past his guy just enough. Uh, he popped oh, off yeah. that ground like it was hot lava, though. Yeah. Like, damn, he was down for, like, the tiniest instant. And- I think Campbell continues to look pretty good. Oh, oh he's yes, getting ready well. for breakout. I think he's playing a lot better in the last couple weeks. He's going to start making plays soon, I think. Because he's, like, I mean, he makes plays, but, like, they're very, like, standard, like, tackles and and running to the ball, but like I think he's going to be making coming closer and closer to turnovers our, and our second plays. our secondary uh, still gives me a lot of. Uh, I mean, it, like we've mentioned this before, like pass rush and secondary. Kind what of about Vildor? But uh, you know, actually, you you know, had a great game today in his limited snaps was Jalen Reeves Maven. Uh, he played yes. awesome. <laughs> yes, he did. He's not out there a ton, but when he did, uh, he he was great. It's like a dynamo when he I'm gets pretty sure he was the spy on that fourth down when he batted it down. I think he was sitting there waiting yeah, to chase pet. Fields out yep, of the backfield. And I love him as a spy because he's an absolute heat-seeking missile like on special teams and everything. Like That's a perfect for his skill set. He's Definitely. a fast, big linebacker. Like I love his involvement because I've always felt like he was one of those guys that just needed more opportunity to really contribute to the defense because I think he's a good player. Interesting to see Iffy out there more today uh, over yeah. Tracy Walker. He made a couple of plays, didn't he? He did. Uh, oh, nice plays. I, he's, more, he's more physical safety, at least now. I mean, Tracy Walker just isn't not quite the same since his injury. Um, he's yeah. Just, uh, seems like a half a step slow. And the other guy Perfect that, I, nice uh, you know, yeah, that was the other guy. I mean, he made a nice play, but he just, I, I thought we'd see a little more out of him this year than we've seen thus far. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially I from think a ball hawking standpoint, part, though. Kirby, you talking about? Yeah, guys like him need yeah, a pass rush, though. I agree. Guys like him, ball hawks need pass rushes to make their plays t- typically, at right. least to make them frequently, and that's just been non-existent for too long this year. Yeah, he, he was supposed to have the big breakout year, but he's been pretty quiet for the most. Part. Really quiet, almost an afterthought in yeah. a lot of these. His games. last pick yeah. was against the Bears. Made a nice play today. Broke up a play in the end zone, which is really nice. He he made a few plays today, so. There were some like the defense is not perfect, and I'm not even trying to put it in like above average. It's just a solid average defense. And today, though, they showed a, the like I just needed some sign that like if we're gonna make a like because if you look at our division, look at the Packers, look at the Bears, the things that you see out of them are their pass rushes are pretty fucking vicious. <laughs> like uh, you know, like uh, who who they got Rashawn Gary and those other dudes over in Packers they're they're rough to pe- pe- to protect and now with sweat on the Bears and like their defensive pass rush is pretty nasty and that like a pass rush can make up for so much and our pass rush yeah. has just not been what we've expected it or hoped it would be this year. I mean, and part of the problem is the Lions have invested in second round picks that have not panned out, uh, especially from a pass right. standpoint and Pascal. Yeah. Pascal's and coming Levi along, and Muzarike. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Levi, I don't know. I have any comment. But Pascal's Pascal's becoming a player. He was in there on a couple plays today. He looks he's not I don't think they ever expected him to be a super well, maybe eventually a super dynamic pass rusher. Pascal did not record a, a stat today. So Oh no, yes he did. Sorry, he assisted on a tackle. I mean he was getting pressures though. I noticed him getting some pressures. I I mean He's. I think he's coming along. I'm not saying I'm not crowning him or anything yet, but I th- he's developing. He's getting the reps to learn and grow. I still think he's going to be a hell of a player. He's got some really excellent traits that I think, in the right attitude, he's going to get better. Well, it's going to be an interesting assessment this off season because, like you thought, Quintus Cephas that- was going to be a Hall of Famer, Rudd Dog. Who's that? I'm just talking about still just possible, optimism man. on all these players. I know. <laughs> Sorry, UJ. I think I cut you off. I think it's like I no, it's like, okay. I just said they're gonna have to take pessimist. a long, hard look at this, especially the defense. And you're right. See, some of these second round picks have not been panning out. No, uh, uh, you guys are, were hoping to get some good rush from. It's not that we haven't been addressing the position in the draft. They're just not uh, panning out. Uh, yeah, they're they're gonna have so. to reconsider maybe how they uh, 
approach the defense line? Like, is it through free agency rather? Or uh... yeah, I mean, like these players are like okay players. They're they're good role players, I think. But they're, we need we need someone dynamic. Someone's right. gonna like be a game changer. And we uh, aside from Hutch, we don't have those people on that. Uh, Charles Harris that. wasn't even active today. <laughs> Thank God, because well, he hasn't done anything. Speaks, I didn't yeah. know he was still on the team. I mean, honestly, Julian. When's the last time you heard his name called on anything? Julian's more promising right now than him. Yeah, I, I want to see him get more reps because, like, Me at too. least Julian has that splash factor. Like, I know he's lacking consistency, and that's been his biggest problem. But at least he has that, like, that ability when he puts it together to really kind of pop off. Uh, whereas, you know, we don't really have too many of those guys outside. Like, I was really surprised they like, Bohan and and. Irvin set today. Yeah. Um, especially after Irvin came on strong. I think they're yeah. saving Irvin for a playoff push because that's the only reason you signed old guys like that. I think the only reason they didn't come up is because Bohannon would have been had to be on the main roster. If they brought him up, he'd have to have been on the 53-man roster. So they had to promote him. They can't pull him off the practice squad anymore because they did for three games already. Irvin, maybe Wait, they're holding what? him out for the last couple games of the season. You know, I don't know. I'm confused. Bohannon's you get, you back on three, the practice squad? You get to be uh, pulled up from the practice squad three times, and after that, if you're pulled up, you're on the 53-man roster, yep. and you pay it accordingly. Bohannon's not... been pulled up three times. Oh, and, wow, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Irvin's been pulled up once, and he was effective, but maybe they're holding him out to the last couple of games of the season. I don't know. You don't make the maybe. Von, like You don't make the Von Miller on the Bills mistake last year and start leaning on a guy like that because you, ho- you want that pass rush. Like, they – well, they used Von Miller like a. They tried to turn him into like a full on like starter, and he got injured. <laughs> like he picked the wrong team. Uh, that, like you picked. I think he was injured in the first game of the year. So no, it was. Well, he, what was it? No, it wasn't. It was last really year? early. Yeah. But well, fine. Still the wrong. They used him too much. Like <laughs> I don't think it was that early though. They used him. They were using him as a full on starter. And when you get a guy like that, he's supposed to be your closer. Like they're old, you don't put them for full games to get beat up. Like during the season, you put them in for specific scenarios where you want to enhance their their best traits to get after the quarterback. And if you're leaning on old guys like that in the league, your your team's not as good as you thought it was. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's I and the Bills weren't as good as everyone thought they were last year. So. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying, you don't want to get your guys like that hurt. They're supposed to be the guys that help you get over the hump in the Super Bowl and all that. They're not supposed to be the guys that win you regular season games during the the meat of the game. Like, maybe to close out games, but not to, you know, get you to the end of the game from the beginning to start. Those are for your young boys to, like, hutch and stuff to just be I'll, out there. I'll stand time. corrected. It was about, like, the eighth or ninth game he got injured last night. Wow, thank so you. It wasn't yeah. the first game. Well, that that just told like that just tells me you picked the wrong team. Like the, those guys sign to, to these Super Bowl contenders because they're 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 not supposed they're supposed to be somewhat almost like superfluous, like that thing that makes you extra good, not the thing that makes you competitive in the first place. And he was used way too much. And I'm glad we're not using Urban too much. I mean, pay him twenty million today. a year. So <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird if they didn't use him a lot. No. I mean, I don't know. Game changing player. I would use him at the end. I would know if I had Von Miller as like a middle aged Von Miller, or whatever you want to call it, a quarterback old man. Or I mean, a cube or football old man version. Like you save him for the right times, and you try to keep him healthy at all costs because he is a game changer. But you don't want his mile, his tire. He already has got so much mileage. Like you're just gonna get run him into the ground too early, and they did. Well, to point out some good in this game. Um, I thought Jameer Gibbs looked good again. Uh, yes. Oh, he's looking. He so looks good. so dynamic, especially in the run game. I wish we'd use him more in the pass game, like, especially over the middle. Uh, Another Ben Johnson. Cruiser. Yeah. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones made a great catch on fourth down. It was also a nice Finally. pass, but also a great nice catch. Yes. Uh, so hopefully we see more out of him there. Um, I thought Sam Porta made a couple nice catches. Uh, I'm trying to think of the good. When the he only offense. made two. <laughs> you having a hard time there, Z. Well, I mean, Monty <laughs> had some dope runs for sure. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned those. Um, some... But, like, can we just talk about Jameer? Because, like, his patience combining with his explosiveness is becoming oh, yeah. more and more deadly. Like, 
I know Barry's a, a, a high le- bar to, to invoke, but like that, I think there was one run where he like ran up into the line and like it was dead in the water. The the tackle or like the end or someone broke in on his right. He like manages to like jump back around him and turn his jets. Or... Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, he managed to turn his jets around the edge to get like a five yard gain out of what would have been a tackle for a loss. Like you can see his patience. And his ability, like, I, he's still got to get even a little more patient, I think, because once he turns on his jets, he's sort of like a, like, you know, he gets stopped a little more. Like, he's got to keep his eyes open when he's getting downfield into the secondary, I think, a little bit more. But, man, the signs are there. This kid is going to be something special the more and more experience he gets. I agree. He's he's looking really good. Yeah, I, and I hope we can just use him more, <laughs> especially in the past game. I want to see yes. a little more out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Can we like is Ben Johnson? I don't want to say overrated, but like he. No. There's just some things about him that bug me, like in the way he calls his offense. Like it just seems like he always ends up falling into this stretch of the game where the other team just sees everything he's doing and shuts it all down, and then maybe he comes back alive, like third quarter, I guess. (laughs) But like there were times when it was execution today, but I say overall Johnson did not call a great game no overall. this is the second worst game of the year offensive play calling what was yeah. it last Ra- week ravens <laughs> oh what about last week yeah. when we went dead silent for like five drives in the middle of the game and went three and out mostly like like uh... he does that though he has this uh, times where he just kind of like his play calling just sort of starts to slack off and like they get predictable and we stall out a lot like i think sometimes he's too patient even like yeah I have a little more uh urgency sometimes aggression. you know aggression too no you're right on that point aggression is important like we need to be throwing at least one to jmo every game we haven't really More. thrown him any well they threw him one uh, yeah it was well, short. He, yeah the one we throw to him we get pressure up the middle so we just don't go to him again like the dude's a deadly weapon you gotta keep him used yeah like, and Jared, like, like you said, the perception of Jared Goff's arm, whatever. Like, he doesn't have the strongest arm, but that's fine. But like, he could hit the long ball. He just, but you gotta like actually dial it up. He's gotta actually throw one. Hey, exactly. You gotta dial it up, and it can't be like, oh, like they kept a safety bet, can't throw it. You got Jamison. He's deadly fast. Chuck it. Fucking. When's the chuck last it. time you seen Goff step into one and really throw one? When's the last one? Yeah, it's name a, it. I can't think of one. I can't either. Maybe the one to Khalif Raymond uh, last year. Oh, that great like know. rollout pass where he threw it back across the field. That was fantastic. Just name the last time God stepped into one and heaved one. But like, deep. think about last year. Like he hit deep balls on the sideline to Chark. He hit those kind of passes. We were throwing them. This year, I haven't seen it. I had not seen us hit the. Oh, what about the deep and balls. Tampa Bay? The Tampa Bay one uh, to Jamo. Yeah, Tampa Bay one, yeah, to J- one, which I'm trying to remember. Adriano had a 40 yard touchdown catch. Now that uh, was a, yeah, that was one there. Yes, yeah, so slightly that across the field. So. He came like, up with one. He oh, that up. was a crosser though, right? It was like a deep crosser into the right corner of the end zone. Yeah, it was, was, the, it was the deep flood. It was a flood route, and he was the deep route on it. Like it was a deep like, corner, like, I guess, if you will. We attack. We attack the deep part of the field. What we don't attack is the deep sidelines, like with verticals, just straight verticals, like. Stress because, like, yeah, find the turkey gotta, hole, right? You gotta, well, not even yeah. the turkey hole, like, we, like, you gotta stress the secondary, the deep part of the secondary consistently, or otherwise, I'm telling you, the part of our problem is they settle into this little cone of area we love to operate, and now we're seeing like a good defense like the Bears that's stingy isn't giving you a whole lot of opportunity, like some defenses will, and and when you play a defense like that, you can't just take what they give you because they're going to give you very, very little. You've got to enforce your will and hit the deep part of the field and put and design plays that aren't only, okay, well, once the guy goes that way, well, it's the plays off. Don't dink it. You know, we dink it way too much sometimes. And in a game up. against a good defense, we dinked it way too much. Today. It's hard to be truly overly critical because, I mean, this is still like one of the top five offenses in the NFL. Um, yeah, I, but I, I, something I noticed today, and you, it's, it's like when everything's just not going quite right, especially in the pass game. And you have a guy like Jared Goff at quarterback, 
and then you go watch a game like Kansas City and Buffalo, and you have a guy with the athletic ability of a Josh Allen, where it's just not going right offensively, but he has the escapability and kind of the magician-like quality to make things happen yeah. when everything's just not going right. Right. Jared Goff definitely does not have that trait. No, <laughs> um, he does not have that trait. He has no escapability level. whatsoever. The, the most escapability I saw him, or most athletic thing we saw him uh, was that uh, Monty dropped like a 10-yard catch on a Keith third down. Uh, I, can't remember. I think it was last week against the Saints. Yeah, right? it was at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, he like kind of jump throw, yet. sidearm throw to the side. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was yeah. rare, uh, but it just, you know, I think he t- we talked about it too. Like, does Hendon Hooker have the quality? Isn't that they're waiting say, for? Are you hearing pick? the? I don't know. Uh, I, I need to go back and watch his college tape a little more. <laughs> it's been a minute, but um. Oh my God, no! Hendon Hooker's not going to be immediately better than Jared Goff. No, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm just. saying. <laughs> I'm not saying you are, but like I think people actually have this in their mind that Hendon Hooker would actually step in, and just because he's got good legs would instantly be like an upgrade over Jared Goff just because (laughs) like he struggles sometimes physically in some respects, he is going to be an upgrade physically. He can throw the ball farther and better. I don't know. More accurate. Uh, He can definitely run and he's more elusive. So he's got those two things right there. And if you're talking about like JMO all the time and a guy, you can get it down there. He can. I tr- he definitely can. He's got an arm. I've seen him do it in college. He's got a rocket arm. Golf so. can too. Dear God. Okay. I I'm just saying that. your offense is limited uh, sometimes when, uh, you know, especially in today's NFL where almost more than half the league's quarterbacks can have, like, the escapability that Golf does not. I, I think the reality is here, though, if you're looking ahead, I don't think the Lions signed – Extend golf this off season. I think they let him go into next season and then fight yeah. it out with Hendon Hooker and see how it I plays out. Right. Uh, I I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, but it's just like the reality of the NFL, like Z says, you look at all these teams, these quarterbacks that just, you just need some level of elusiveness that you just, which look, golf does not possess. I love Jerry. And, uh, sorry, I Jared. do too. And, and look, in the right system, in the right when he's got the good protection, he's got people around him. He he's obviously really good. We've seen it all year long. Even so, with yes, I just want to say like, I agree. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Like I love Jared Goff, but even I hear the little Hendon Hooker whispers in the back of my ear because I do see the more complete skill set. Like you know, in terms of just that escapability potentially because he's got a little better legs. Like and like you see, like I agree. Z, you see these other teams, especially. I love like, but like, it's you know. Here's the thing: you can easily throw Jared Goff out with the bathwater, so to speak. Like, because every time he looks bad, it does look bad. <laughs> like, it looks bad. Like every time he does bad, it looks bad. And I think that makes, but like, like he is so much more than like the struggles of escaping the pocket. He's like a, such an excellent pocket passer, and like, you know, like also. Like how many of these like running quarterbacks also get like absolutely trashed before they actually turn into something good? Like people don't even know if Fields is gonna stay with the Bears, but like he's a great running back, you know, who can chuck the ball pretty good sometimes, and he is looking better. Don't get me wrong; I think he could be really good, and I I I kind of hope he does not. But like like a lot of these running backs, running quarterbacks don't necessarily pan out, and I still think it's hard to replace Jared Goff because he is a very good quarterback. Yeah, well, a lot more to talk about that, especially in the off season. But um, yeah, there is other one other thing I want to point out. Um, it's a glaring weakness of Dan Campbell. Uh, you know, we we love Dan Campbell, right? I want to leave it that. <laughs> yes, but my yes. God, he does not know how to challenge. <laughs> he is an no. awful, awful challenger. <laughs> the worst. He is one I, of the worst challengers I've ever seen. Like he cannot. He never wins. Take that red flag out of his pocket and give it to another coach. Who is well, advising him on these challenges? That That's what I want to know, Z. Like, that was on their sideline. <laughs> like, they, they should like, clearly see it. That was not a that was like not even a challengeable play. No. And like is he get is he waiting for advisement from the booth or like you'd imagine? Here's, here's my guess though, because I just I think I got a decent Four. bead yeah. on Dan Campbell's mentality. And I do think he's a very instinctive guy. Even though he's very smart, but he also very much leans into instinct, and I I, I feel like he's even said this before. Maybe that's why I know it. But like, 
I bet he was like, you know what? We just need something to happen right now. That ball kind of moved as he was falling. Maybe it's it's worth the chance and just tossed it. Like, <laughs> and I mean, and if you know the what? Lions need a timeout late in that game, but like, screwed. Exactly. Either so that or that like, notion. like you need to fire the booth guy because that guy's giving him terrible advice. Right. <laughs> like, so I don't know what's going on there, but I mean, and it's. Whole tenure he's been here, he's been a horrible challenger. It's not something new. Oh, it's weird. And he said that before, I think. Oh, sorry, go you, Jay. No, I mean, you talk about Campbell's personality, and you know, that leads to him going for the fourth down all the time, including that from our own 30 yard line today, which turned out to be disastrous. But I think, I think this is the way he feels about this team. He challenges this team every time, you know, like we're going to do this thing, and and if we don't, then the challenge on us is to fix it. Uh, and and the guys have been up for it all season long. But sometimes, sometimes. Hey, though, the defense this, responded. Uh, discretion is a better part of valor sometimes. Defense held to a field goal on that drive. To a field goal, yeah, they did. I'm telling you, that defense, like, I know the, they battled today, man. I don't care yeah, what the score did. says. They, they, did, they showed sure. something today, especially in generating pass rush. That was very encouraging because I believe – with like almost 100% certainty that this offense is going to bounce back from this performance. Like here's the like look what whenever Dan Campbell focuses his attention on something, you generally see improvement. And I think it's clear that he focused on that defensive pass rush this week and you saw a serious improvement. Well, I I think it's a safe bet he's going to be looking at that offense next week and and cleaning up all that crap that we saw today. And I think we're going to see a serious bounce back from this offense because Lions haven't bounced back down. This- That's right. Ru- Wait, how? Oh, I'm telling you this. <laughs> KJ's so, putting up little things. But, yeah, anyway, I just think he's going to put his attention on this offense and we're going to see dramatic improvement because I still think they're barely scratching the surface of their potential. So before we wrap up here, I, I, I do want to just update on where the Lions stand. Uh, you know, the, the one seed is pretty much – it's going to take a, a lot of help to get there, especially with the, the Lions have lost their third conference game, uh, the Eagles and 49ers. Eagles and Cowboys are playing right now, but both of them uh, would have a tiebreaker over the Lions or any one seed. And then the 49ers are right there at 10-3. and three. Uh, The Lions fall to 9-4. and four. They're the three seed still. Uh, I mean, the Buccaneers would have – they are the four seed now after beating Atlanta. If the season ended today, the Lions would still be playing the Vikings, who won three to nothing over the Raiders. <laughs> three to nothing. Uh, wow! And they are still alive. And the Lions play them two of the last three games. Their their offense looks rough, though. Uh, they yeah. switch quarterbacks midway through the the game. It did not work uh, for the most part. It worked just enough, I suppose. Uh, the Packers play tomorrow night. Um, if they're playing the Giants. They're favored. If they win that game, they go to seven and six. And the Lions have only a two-game lead in the division with four to go. It's right. not a done deal. And this is the Lions nope. we're talking about. It's far from a done deal. <laughs> That's for certain. Um, but you know the the Lions. Uh, their their remaining schedule is at. The, they get a much needed home game. They, you know the Lions have a lot of road games to end the season here. But yeah. they badly need this home game, the Detroit crowd, to jolt them back into double-digit win territory. And that's a primetime game on Saturday night uh, at 7.15 Central. Aren't we uh, better on the road? Uh, well, now it's Overall? even. Oh, after that today? Yeah. Is yeah. Our, today was our last uh, outdoor game of the regular season, though. Yes, so thank that God. could be favorable. That's definitely favorable, especially for our offense. It definitely operates better on the turf. Uh, especially in Goff's tenure, the numbers paint out that way, or his career really outdoor versus indoor. I wonder um, if that's pretty consistent for most of us. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure during the uh, winter at least. So, yeah, uh, so anyways, play the Broncos, and the Broncos are, are they've turned their season around. It's also Dan Campbell's mentor, Sean Payton. Um, mm. so that's a big factor there, too, I think, yeah. perhaps. And then two of the last three you games with a master. At no. Minnesota, a really, really tough game against the Cowboys uh, at, at Dallas on Monday Night Football on December 30th. Yep. Um, is that Monday Night Football? Or is that- Watch that be That's like Saturday Night Football. Two Saturday games. Against the Cowboys? Okay. I mean, the Cowboys look really good. They're, they look really good tonight against the Eagles, uh, too. I mean, no doubt. Uh, they could be going like, for the one seed at that point. 
I mean, that's just like what I love about the league. You think like you can predict things based on the past, but they just often have very little bearing. <laughs> like, you just see the bad team destroys the top team. It's like I love NFL, like football. It's so great. And then the season ends uh, on January seventh at home against the Vikings. That could be for the playoffs. It could be for the division. Hopefully, hopefully it's wrapped up by then. But uh, the the Lions' schedule is a lot tougher than people thought uh, down the stretch here. Because you know the Broncos got off to a horrible start. The Vikings got off to a horrible start. They turned their seasons around. Um, So all winning teams to end the season. The same team twice in three games. It's goofy. No matter who you put in that slot, like like playing beating a team twice. In three weeks is hard, no matter how you cut it. And the thought that we could potentially see them for a third week in a row in the playoffs, or not, it wouldn't be a third week in a row, but a third time in a row. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's so wild. That would be that would be truly wild to see a team three out of the last four weeks. <laughs> but at least theoretically, we could we've hit our valley now, and we'll be hitting the upslope in this next stretch. I really, that's what I'm hoping. You know, like. A lot of these teams are hitting their strides. Like you're, like they showed a lot of these other quarterbacks and stuff that had great ratings this week, like the mm-hmm. Ravens and blah blah blah. And and like I just think the Lions are just a little behind that curve. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because I'd rather be peeking into the playoffs than before the playoffs. Well, that's a good point. Assuming we kinda... peak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I think the bigger threat to the division right now is the Packers because their schedule stinks down the stretch. They're at New York Giants, um, play the Tampa Bay Bucks at. Panthers. The Panthers are a truly, truly horrendous team, uh, and they don't have their first pick, <laughs> uh, which unfortunately is to the Bears, of course. And then at Minnesota, then against the Bears in the season. Uh, Packers got some weapons. They got the good defensive pass rush. Well, Watson, Jordan Love's getting better. Yeah, four games left. We're two game lead, and it's it, not a given. Nope, it's not a given. But also, we're very much in the driver's seat, baby. Like, like, well, yeah, know, I'd rather like, be ahead than behind. That's for sure. Right. Like, for honestly, sure. I, I, and actually, I'm pretty sure today was our very first one of the season where we gave up a lead and lost. Well, if, if Green Bay somehow loses tomorrow, the Bears would only be one game out of the playoffs. Like, have we blown a lead besides today, this season, once? I don't think we have. Yeah, good point. Might have. I don't know. We, we almost blew very... it against the Saints. We didn't. But we didn't. I don't think we did. Um, well, the Ravens, we, we never had... even sniffed a lead. Yeah, I don't think we ever sniffed one. The Seahawks, Seahawks. maybe we had a lead. I don't think we – maybe we tied, but I don't feel like we – maybe we had a lead early, but I don't know. I don't remember us ever blowing a lead this year. Like, we've been really good at protecting our leads for the most part. We blew a lead against Seattle. We were up 14-7. to 7 Oh, okay, pretty early. Hey, well. Then 21-14, to then 21-17. Like that's pretty good though. We've lost four games this year. We haven't lost two games in a row. We've only blown two leads. Like how many teams can put that together in a sentence? I don't think there's very not many. many. Not so many. He's got to play their asses out the last four games. Don't even look at the scoreboard. Every play, play like yes. it's your last play of your life, and just, yes. just go out there and don't even worry about the score. Fuck it. One hundred. Just go out did. there and play as hard as you can, man. Live every play like it's ships, your last. Ships fall where they may. Definitely. And, like, seeing Hutch, how angry he was after today, I think he's going to be a terror for the rest of the season. He's already practically a terror, but, like, I just think he's found a new level today. He finally started kind of figuring something out. Because I really do think Glenn puts this defense in a tough position and really demands a lot. And uh, we finally saw them kind of starting to figure that out today. And I'm, I'm very, very excited about the future of this team still. We'll be, we'll be talking about that uh, game on Saturday later this week, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for everybody that joined us on YouTube here at DTBK. If you're listening on a podcast, so go to YouTube, subs- subscribe, uh, search at DTBK or Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, follow us, our channel, um, so you can hit all our live streams up. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. Um, thank you to all our listeners. We really, truly appreciate you, especially sticking with us, especially after a loss like this. And we want to, of course, especially thank our producer, KJ. 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 Hooray. Ah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody. 
We greatly appreciate you, and we'll be back later this week previewing the Lions' tough home matchup against the yeah. Denver Broncos, the resurgent oh, Denver Broncos. The Broncos, who are only one game out of their division after the Chiefs lost. Oh, you know, just really quick. Did you guys see the Travis Kelsey lateral play that did yes. not count? That's one of the yeah. that was one of the greatest plays you'll see not count in the NFL. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was brilliant actually. The the Chiefs awesome. had the ball in midfield. All they needed was a field goal to uh at least tie the game send it overtime. This was like with 50 seconds left. Kelsey catches it over the right middle, kind of the right hash, and he breaks like a tackle and there's two guys approaching him and he throws like a probably a 15-yard pass backwards oh. across the field to his left. A perfect, a perfect spiral. Perfect, yeah, perfect spiral. <laughs> and Kadarius Tony walks into the end zone twenty yards later. It was like a hook, a hook and ladder kind of throw, but and it didn't count because Kadarius Tony lined up offsides as a wide receiver, <laughs> which you never see. <laughs> Usually, weird. the ref corrects you and gets you lined up correctly. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was blatantly offside. It was the correct yeah, call was, technically, yeah. but the That's Chiefs funny. were mad because they didn't correct him because usually they, they do that thing but uh maybe they're moving too fast i don't know but anyways that, that was wild but thank you that was wild. everybody for listening to the podcast we'll be back later this week and last but not least as always go go, go! field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain alliance victory Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.